you guys won't hear it, but we just had a little false start there. But we're uh, we're back on for a big week uh, with the Wings farewell uh, on Saturday. Welcome, Chop. Thanks for having me, mate. The uh, technology was a bit like me on uh, Friday morning, I believe. A little bit slow to get going. So, uh, yeah, apologies for missing last week with that work junket of mine. But as uh, just mentioned on that failed previous attempt, uh, it's good to be back for the Winks farewell show this week. Very good. Thanks, Chop. And uh, welcome, Stu. How are you going with the technology, mate? Uh, yep. Just pressing too many buttons, <laughs> it appears. Uh, Chop, Tico, how are we going? Good, mate. Very good. It's good on a Thursday. Absolutely. So, very good. All right, well, we might crack on. Uh, Chop, do you want to just give us a quick recap of the weekend uh, just gone? Can do. We uh, had a few good races at 10-card uh, show at Randwick. Uh, tough early start. A lot of people back to theory. Bivouac, I think that's how you say it, got up. So, uh, a few losses, probably a few people uh, with an early loss there. Ring-a-ding-ding in the second race, ran very well. Um, came home with a head of steam. Jumping on a bit, uh, Gaelic Chieftain in the Chairman's Handicap uh, won a good race, uh, followed by Microphone in the Size in the next, which beat a couple of uh, well-backed horses, uh, well-backed within Tug anyway, Loving Gabby and Castelvecchio. Uh, race seven was the ATC Derby. Angel of Truth led the whole way. Unfortunately got up over uh, Stu's value pick, Madison County, who ran a, a pretty good second. And then we get on to... Uh, Race 8, which is the TJ Smiths, and um, Tico will get a little excited just talking about this, I reckon, with Santa Anna Lane absolutely braining them, rolling past from, from, from well back and, and just absolutely flew, pretty much cementing uh, its place as, as the best sprinter in the, in the land at the moment and looks like it's going to head overseas and take on some of the best in the world. So a pretty bloody good run there. Osborne Bulls into second, which was probably another one that was uh, well-supported within Tug, but uh, none of them got near him, um, to be honest. Pity it's a gelding. Um, on to race nine. Uh, brutal in the Doncaster, carrying pretty lightweight. Um, didn't really look like losing down the straight. Pretty boring race, I, I must admit, I reckon. Not much sort of ran on and went anywhere near running past them, so... Uh, it was the first few up there, and then Moltage bought it home in the last. Uh, over to Caulfield, not much there for the day that interested me. I think Think Blue, or however you say it, and race three got up. And then uh, the race seven was an interesting one. Uh, Bandipur, one of Stu's um, never-ever-again file horses, got up over Tico Spirit of Aquata. Um, some of the, uh, the, the comments in, in our tug group chat were, oh, boy, and did that really happen? So uh, poor old <laughs> Stu had to sit there and watch Band Per run straight past them. Uh, no money on it, I don't think, Stu. No, nah, no, I, nah. I give it up. <laughs> um, some of the some of the the bad runs for the day, or, or the disappointing runs. Ethereum, as previously mentioned, Supernova, which was pretty well backed. Chapada and Arrogant, both in the same race, who didn't get anywhere close. Um, so an up and down day um, on Saturday. Heading through to midweek, I'll just drop a little mention to the Wednesday, the midweek races. Uh, Mrs. O'Malley at Sandown, good $5 pick there. <laughs> and if you were having a look at Gosford, Gosford uh, uh, Queen, what was it? Queen of Blaze, a great pick mm. by, uh, to go through that one out there for the fellas. And that was uh, nice. So a little bit of Wednesday form as well, carry through to, uh, to this Saturday. So that's pretty much uh, the last weekend summed up. Yeah, thanks, Chop. We might have to start uh, displaying some of those excellent Wednesday tips before we get to Happy Valley because, uh, geez, she's a real wasteland after you get through those Gosford and uh, Sandown, mate. Oh, geez, we need to – it's just not a um, 
keep it low key on a Wednesday, I think. But uh, anyway, good nonetheless. And uh, just to add briefly, Chopchies, I hope that Santa Lane comes back for the Everest. Uh, oh, I just uh, I just feel that he deserves that race uh, after hitting the bog last year. So hopefully he comes mm. back in good order. Very, very, very good run. Uh, and just before we move on, Stu, uh, thoughts on Pierrata? Yeah, just plain, I think. Yeah, I was. I don't know if he likes to track, or is that even to just he might want it heavier. But mm. I think well, uh, he must have form a bit. A bit of a peak run to start before, I believe, because he was well backed. Like he was, yeah. he was ten dollars against Nature's Trip that day, and he was uh, six dollars fifty, seven dollars in that hot field. It was probably yeah, as short as you'd want it. So. Yeah, I thought one balls was good. Yeah, mm, yeah, good, gallant. The other interesting one, I'm not sure what's going to happen here, uh, is obviously Redzell as well, who hasn't really done much this autumn. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes um, back up in spring and if it can win some some quality Group One races again. But um, it's certainly tailed off a bit, old Redzell. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's definitely his race out the Everest, isn't it? So maybe we'll get a, get a better price. So. Mm. All right, we might look uh, look ahead to the weekend, boys. Uh, so we're back at Royal Randwick for the second day of the championships. Uh, quick look at the track conditions. Rail comes out three metres. Uh, it's currently rated a soft five. We've had no rain whatsoever throughout the week so far. Um, and this meeting last year was on a good four uh, on the week back up, and they ran pretty much down the middle. Um, nothing uh, couldn't win, but it was sort of more suited to the second half of the field. Um, I've been told, um, but looking like it's might creep into that good range, but the track manager said he thinks that it will still be a little bit dead, with his words. So maybe looking more a soft five for the day and then maybe look, it'll be worse than that underfoot. We'll wait and see what the jockeys have to say early doors. Um, but hopefully no uh, massive bias would be ideal, uh, as mentioned on Yabby's uh, player profile this evening. Uh, first leg of the quaddy. Geez, pretty straightforward one here for Dimmer. <laughs> the uh, Group 1 Queen Elizabeth Stakes for the Queen. The Mighty Mare Winks wait for age and set weights over the 2,000 metres. And obviously the, the farewell for the Mighty Mare. And, uh, geez, we hope she can go out on a good note. Uh, quick look at the market, if we really have to. Uh, Winks at the top, one of her shortest quotes, $1.06 and solid. Uh, Happy Clapper, the one, and Hartnell, the two, $23 a piece. Happy Clapper, 10 goes against Winks, zip 10. Closest, 0.8 length in the George Ryder last year of 1,500. Hartnell, seven goes, zip seven. Closest he's gotten to 2.8 lengths off her in the Apollo back in 2017, over 1,400. Uh, interesting numbers there. Not any money for anything really apart from a small twist in for Toyota Kluger on the quick backup and uh, the number six, the outlier, which uh, it's too soon to mention the name of that horse. I'm not ready to uh, revisit it quite yet, but there's been a little twist in for it from 151 to 126. Uh, quick look at the map. Uh, looks like he's eminence, probably likely leader. Mask of Tide, just mentioned the name, could probably go forward, uh, but doesn't go a length on a good track, so it'll want to be a bit wetter for him. Um, Hartnell, happy clapper, map pretty well in behind. Winks, uh, she'll just probably smoke the pipe out the back, I would have thought. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. All right, uh, just uh, quickly on Dimmer's numbers here. Won't take us too long. He's gone with the seven, which is Winks, uh, in a big shock there. Uh, he just wants to give a quick shout-out to uh, all of the owners, to Chris Waller, 
Uh, he's been very thrilled to be a part of the ride with Winx, uh, and he suspects um, that he will never see anything as good as her. Uh, he was lucky enough to be there for the last Cox Plate last year, so he's very keen to hust the mighty mare home for one last time. Um, any other thoughts, lads? Are we going to play any trifectas, quinellas, exactors, uh, Winx outmarkets, chop, interested at all? Uh, you know, the other one I was looking at was a, a place bet, uh, Dance, Dance, Dance. Um, ran all right in the Rand bet behind Avilius, and he's imminent. Uh, 320 there, but, uh, you know, one horse race here. So I dare say most people will just want to sit back and relax and watch the Winx show and um, pretty much have nothing on this race and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, good call, Stu. Yeah, same boat for me. Happy to uh, watch it as I normally do with her. I'll certainly uh, miss the great mare. Um, I won't miss her purple-haired owner uh, <laughs> after every race. But, um, yeah, if anything, it would have been nice to see a horse in this race by the name of the Autumn Sun to add a bit of flavour. But, um, yeah, he's um, off to the barn now and uh, this feels like we're losing him like flies at the moment. Yeah, unfortunately, they need a few more uh, tuggers. They can't send mm. them away. Yeah. Just a, a quick shout out to the uh, to the Facebook fans who voted the 2016 Cox Plate as uh, Winx's favourite run. Dominant. So mm. get around the uh, get around the Facebook post when they go up and um, get your reactions up, so we can uh, yeah spread the word of what your favourite runners were each weekend. And in this case, uh, Winx's career. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Chop. All right, we might uh, move on from. Race seven then, uh, moving on to race eight, which is the Group 1 Sydney Cup, handicap over the 3,200 metres. Uh, capacity field with one emergency. Uh, top of the market, we've got the Charlie Affleck import, Dubai. Uh, it's been easy since the barrier draw three out to 350. Uh, one of our our boys, Big Duke, uh, sort of eight out to nines. I think he'll get a bit of a screw in on the day. Uh, midterm, that's about where we are for the school teachers. So they'll be happy to get another two weeks off next week. Uh, shout out to you there, Bruce. Um, we've also a little bit of money for Gallic Chieftain, the last start winner last week. Uh, geez, that was a, a pretty good win from the Big Chief. Uh, and Rhonda Nella uh, never ran further than 2,400 and... Um, Steps up to the 3,200 off a pretty good run in the Rambit as well. Um, we've got uh, Sir Choppy Road, the seven. He also loves the 3,200, only 7th or 8th last year in the Melbourne Cup. He can improve on a better track. Uh, good sound return from the two last start. Could also improve. Looks like uh, he goes a bit better this way around. And um, a little bit of money for a lot of the others at odds, but nothing overly significant. Uh, some interesting runners for you here, Stuart. Uh, we've got three potential runners that will come out of it uh, with a 33% quote. Uh, Sound, Red Cardinal, Fairlight, if it gets a run. I dare say if we see any of them again, um, Yabby might be on here there. Well, good luck to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little box trifecta there for you, Stuart. Uh, quick look at the map. Uh, funny little map, this. Uh, Never know with the Williams runners, but obviously Taj Mahal, I think we're beating a pretty dead drum here. He doesn't tend to go forward anymore, but who knows? Uh, Mid-term can also go forward. Von Jamask went forward last time and he's drawn pretty wide, so maybe he has to go forward. Rondonella uh, did go reasonably well forward last time, but maybe just takes a sit from barrier one. Um, interesting, Patrick Aaron gets a blinkers first time. Uh, he could be a little bit closer. And um, unfortunate draws for Sir Charles Road, Big Duke, 
uh, Red Cardinal, they'll all likely have to go back from the draw and uh, they'll join Yogi. Um, Dubai, he was sort of just behind the speed last start in uh, Dubai. Um, George Gale, he'll probably be there, thereabouts. So pretty good draw for the favourites. Um, but they do think it will ease um, until the day. So might get a pretty good price um, there. All right, uh, this is actually my quaddy leg, so I'll uh, try and keep it as short as I can, but I've uh, found this a pretty difficult race. Um, I think it's probably a bit of a stable push from myself, and I think there'll be others with me, but I've actually um, put Yogi on top. I just I had a little look at that race in the Sandown Cup last year. Uh, first go of the future, 100, and he just looks like that's what he wanted all the, all along. Um, he's looked like he wants it again this time round, and he's probably going better than ever. That win, 1,800 first up, was massive, uh, not only for my back pocket, but just, you know, he's a 3,200-metre staying type, and he was able to win fresh over 1,800, so he's pretty versatile. Uh, obviously, gets back in the run, but hopefully they're steaming down the outside, and uh, Craig aboard, and Craig we trust, so I've landed with him on top uh, to be a big duke. Uh, if he had drawn a better barrier, probably would have had him on top. Um, got a little each way play at good at better odds uh, a few weeks back on him, so won't shock. Uh, got ten Jubee third pick for me. Uh, just a bit short. Pretty, pretty significant step up in grade, but you got to trust the trainer. Uh, I think if you get a better price, then you know you can have something on him. I've got a, another futures bet there, so again, not upset. Uh, fourth pick Gallic Chieftain on the quick backup runs the thirty two hundred. He's backed up all right in the past. And, um, you know, no weight. Only horse I want to be on from that race last week. Uh, for the quaddy, I've thrown in two others. Uh, the 11 midterm, no form greater than 2,400 metres as yet, but just trusting the stable uh, and don't really want to miss uh, him if it wins. It was a pretty good win last start and uh, no weight for him either. Uh, and just one at odds, which I mentioned on the map, Patrick Aaron. Uh, back to a dry track, runs at 3,200. Uh, we certainly haven't seen the best of him this prep, and he's got the butcher Glenn Schofield on, but uh, I just like him at a bit of odds uh, for the quaddy. So my number's um, in somewhat of an order, 8, 10, 5, 14, 11, and 3. Um, all right, Chop, your thoughts? Uh, I plonked Dubai, Dubai, Dubious, whatever his name is, uh, on top, uh, trainer tick. Barrier draw tick, 3,200 tick uh, on top. Um, did, know, did know that Appleby came out and said he's going to have to, I don't know if he used the word improve, but he'll have to step up to win. Um, so he's not super-duper confident. But uh, I've put that on top. I've gone with uh, actually your top pick second in the Yogi, um, previous winner of the Sandown Cup. Uh, like you said, he's looking for that 3,200. So... Put that in there second. And then two coming out of the same race, out of the, the Manion Cup um, midterm, who you also had in there. And I've also included Shraro. Um, so my numbers, 10, 8, 11, and 16. Very good. Thanks, Chop. Uh, Stu, what are your thoughts here, mate? Um, I've only got eyes for one, really. And uh, number eight, Yogi. Uh, you yes. probably heard me huff when you, uh, when you mentioned him. Um, I think he is coming from a far superior form line than most of these have been running around in. Um, last, last couple of starts in the Tancred and the Australian Cup, both credible. And uh, as you say, I, I think I backed him that day in the Sandown Cup and he he ran like he wants every bit of the 3,200. So um, Willow on board, tick. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be um, just, just Yogi, really. So 
Very good. Well, I think we'll, uh, we might have a few celebratory texts if that's the case, Stu. But, uh, yeah, very excited to see Yogi step out on a dry track on uh, Saturday. And hopefully we can be alive in the quaddy. Um, just having a quick look, I think Dimmer's got some numbers here for me in this race. He has provided me with 5, 9, 14 and 16. No surprises there. Big Duke on top. <laughs> Rivaling you for his... Uh, uh, he's oh, what's the word I'm looking for there? He sticks by them. Uh, Dima, he's got a few stable horses. Uh, to beat the nine, Brimham Rocks, an interesting mm. runner. Uh, 14 Gallic Chieftain and 16 Shra. Oh, fourth pick. Rounding out our numbers there for race eight. But yeah, tough little race that one. Moving on to race nine. This is your leg of the quaddy chop. It's the Cheers. group one, Coolmore Legacy, classically difficult. Uh, race, weight for age, set weights over 1,600 metres. A uh, quick look at the market. Um, Elise false favourite on top with the money, as always, for her. Uh, not much money for the other couple in behind. Nikita Jane, Amphitrite, Dixie Blossoms, all pretty easy. A little bit of money for prompt response. Uh, second in this race behind Elise last year. A uh, bit of a drift fundamentalist, Daisy Doom. Uh, seven... Oh, geez, I'd nearly forgotten about her, but um, she's actually short and picked and unforgotten. I, I don't even think I'm going to have something on her this week. I've really had enough. No. Um, interesting run of the 11, Sedanza. Uh, gets the blinkers back on. Uh, hasn't ran that many good races over this uh, sort of trip, but she's got a, a good um, winning strike rate, Stuart. Um Second half of the Spanish special, number 12, Spanish Reef, a little twist into 23. Condenda ran well last start. She's around the $26 mark, good price there. And uh, all the way down to the 14. Uh, geez, I'm really struggling to read that name. But um, anyway, I'll move on to the speed map. Uh, there looks to be a little bit of speed on paper, but nothing breakneck. Uh, Daisy Doom probably comes across. Fundamentalist, you'd think they wouldn't make the same mistake as last week. They'd probably go forward on her. Uh, Spanish Reef, Miss Siska, just off the speed. Inside draws, prop response maps beautifully uh, behind them. Uh, Nikita Jane probably goes back. She's been running a bit warmer the last couple of starts, but maybe no knock there. Uh, I think the others will find their spots um, from the middle draws. All right, uh, Choppy, give us your thoughts here, mate. I've uh, landed with the Nikita Jane on top. Unfortunate draw with the barriers, of course, uh, out uh, very, very wide, but it's going to go back uh, regardless, you'd say. Uh, drops back from 2,000 to the 1,600, which looks like a positive as well. Uh, we'll probably uh, enjoy a bit of a bit of better ground underneath her as well. Um, so I'm... Landing with, uh, yeah, Nikita Jane, the feeling on top. Uh, look for her to be absolutely motoring home late. Uh, much like my second pick as well, I think Elise I've thrown in there. Um, did uh, actually back that for the Doncaster, so uh, let's just forget about that because it did absolutely nothing. I think it's still charging home at the moment. Um, but if you look back to the All-Star Mile, 1,600, uh, ran on pretty well, held on late. Um, I still have questions about the 1600 and, and whether they you know, should look to drop back to 14. <clears throat> but I think it's, uh, you know, Elise's a class horse, so have to include. You also can't doubt um, what Cummings is doing, uh, keeping her at the mile. So uh, I'm including Elise in there as well. My third pick, I've gone with the 17 uh, Fundamentalists. Uh, also came through Doncaster, I believe, as well. 
uh, yes. They're still coming. Also one that's still coming, but was, uh, I don't think appreciated the ground. Um, had a bit of a, a break between runs, I think, as well, didn't it? Fundamentalist uh, up to the Doncaster. So anyway, it's ran, ran a second to um, aforementioned Autumn Sun, um, who's recently just retired to stud. Um, so I've included a fundamentalist. Uh, the other one I've gone with uh, is pick four, number four, Dixie Blossoms, who's beat uh, one of those uh, horses that Dimmer just keeps following as well, El Dorado Dream- Dreaming, so a very talented horse there. Uh, fourth run in the prep, she should be fit and firing, likes the track, likes the distance, um, so wouldn't surprise, but uh, just reiterating, re- reiterating those numbers, uh, 18, Nikita Jane, 1, Elise, 17, Fundamentalist, and 4, Dixie Blossoms, just the four I've gone with. Oh, very good, Chop. I like it. I uh, think you've got the winner there, I would hope. Uh, I hope Stu, so. what are your thoughts here, mate? Yeah, I'm pretty well echoing Chop's thoughts there. I do um, I do like Nikita Jane. I like to freshen up back to a mile. Obviously, wasn't quite going to stay for the Oaks, so they probably made the right call there to come back to this race. Get to nice uh, weight relief off, um, off Elise, which... Yeah, I'm giving her another chance as well. Um, I'm hoping class can take her a long way. And um, and I'm, I think Amphitrite's worth a look at, um, at around the $10, $10, $9, dollars mark. So um, they're the uh, three that I'm most keen on. Very good. Thanks, Stu. Interesting stats, boys. Uh, last three, last two years, uh, this race has been won by the Phillies. Fox play, I think running around in Darwin now, uh, two Oof. years ago. Last year, Elise, uh, also fourth in the Vinery last year, was Elise, fourth in the Vinery this year, Nikita Jane. So hopefully that's a winning recipe for us on Saturday. Um, I've gone with uh, Nikita Jane on top. I think it's probably I've gravitated towards my futures bet here, but the more I listen to blokes that are paid a little bit more than our uh, free fee for our form, uh, they're not too worried about the gate. They think she's probably better ridden cold if you look back at those first two wins this prep. Um, and, you know, winners down the middle this time of day probably be the place to be, and there looks to be a bit of speed on paper. So maybe no massive knock. Um, to beat Amphitrite, second pick for me. I just don't think this horse has done a great deal wrong. She's just run into some better types and it needs a bit of luck in the run. As a general rule, she gets back. Um, but again, being a Phillies race, I'll put her a second pick. Uh, to Dixie Blossom's the best of the older mares for me. Um, she was probably the run of the race last week in a very slightly run race. Um, so I don't want to miss if she wins. And fourth pick for me, prompt response. I think just just under the radar a bit this prep and uh, comes out of that George Ryder where we had the Doncaster Quinella last week. I'm not sure if she's the strongest over 1,600, but she just maps beautifully. And if they do go slow, then maybe she's the one who just sneaks away on the turn. Uh, and best Ruffy, as mentioned, is probably Kenedna for me. Uh, flashing run at the valley behind uh, Spanish Reef. Um, and she, we don't, no problem 1,600 for her. She runs up to the uh, 2,000 and beyond. So she's probably the best knockout, hope. For me. Um, all right, I'll just have a quick look at uh, Dimmer's numbers here. He's gone with uh, the 18 Nikita Jane, who's to beat 17 Fundamentalist, four Dixie Blossoms, and one Elise. So you're four in a different order there, Chop. So hopefully like we've got quite nailed. Don't need any more than four there. I think we're actually uh, agreeing with each other a bit too much tonight. <laughs> 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 
always a worry on uh, various racing shows when all the pundits get together, but sometimes it just wins. So hopefully Nikita Dan will be saluting for us. We'll all be driving home in Ferraris on Saturday afternoon, uh, by the sounds of it. Yeah, I reckon I will be. So, yeah. um, all right, we might move on to the last race of the card. And, geez, Yabby loves getting these ones, doesn't he? It's the Group 2 Sapphire Stakes, set weights and penalties for the Phillies and Mares, once again, over 1,200. Uh, race that was won last year by the four in this race, Callista. Uh, who I uh, infamously cashed out a pretty decent uh, futures bet on, who then went on to win the race. So I was pretty stoked mm-hmm. with that. Um, anyway, moving on. Quick look at the market. They've only wanted one today, and that's Sprite, uh, the luckless mare. She's five into $4 off her Group 1 second. Arguably should have beaten Sunlight, um, but she'll get back run on again here. Uh, six winter bribe, 550 in solid three. I'm excited through the Galaxy, solid around the 850. Bit of money for Resin. Uh, she can improve on a drying track. Uh, she comes out of the same race as Sprite and Winter Bride. Sprite, of course, had the run in between. Uh, no real love for Manicure. Savatiana, geez, we can't go near her, can we? Invincibella first up, maybe a bit short, but runs well fresh. Uh, Craig, Ellie Kazoom, third in that race behind Sunlight. And Sprite, Quilista, as I mentioned, last year's winner when she was allowed to roll along. So maybe they adopt those tactics again here. Uh, and all the way down to Siren's Fury, the seven, uh, big upset win last start against some pretty handy sprinters. So a little twist into 23 already um, respecting that win. Uh, an interesting one here for you, Stu, Teleplay. Um, good winning strike rate, but uh, comes out of a race against Winks last time. So pretty good form, I would have thought, even if she was uh, some 20 lengths back. Ooh. But uh, yeah. All right, quick look at the map. Uh, Mandillion comes out of this race. Uh, she'll be running in the provincial championships earlier, so not a, a great deal of speed on paper. Now, uh, with that in mind, Eurythia from out wide probably goes forward. Keylister, as I've mentioned, can lead but hasn't recently. Uh, White Moss, same, can also lead, and, and she might kick up from the inside. Uh, six draw there. Manicure could be handy. Savatiana, well, she just ran five or six wide at the car park. No cover last time, so who really cares what she does? Uh, Winter Bride and Resin map very well. Um, I don't think there's too many problems on the map for the fa- uh, favourite horses. Slide obviously getting back from an inside draw. Uh, will be interesting to see how these favoured runners on the inside go late in the day. Um, yeah, all right. This is Yab's Quaddy League and he's uh, he's taken well, no prisoners. Where here. is Yab's? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did he take up swimming? I'm not sure, Stu. Uh, a bit cold for us, who would have thought, but uh, it's undisclosed. A bit like Bryce Gibbs for Adelaide tonight. He's just dropped off Ooh. the team. No clear reason. So, um, I think interesting to see what he comes back with next week. Yeah, he doesn't like, doesn't like the hardball. That's what I've heard. Uh, okay. Yeah, and probably the harder track. Probably prefers a bit wet. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, but uh, nonetheless, we've got his numbers here. And as I said, he's, he's uh, taking advantage of the uh, likely almost three-leg quaddy this week. And he's taken six into the last. Uh, so I look forward to a bit of feedback if uh, one of the shorter price favourite wins, uh, boys. But uh, he's gone with uh, one, Invincibella, three, I'm excited, five, Sprite, six, Winterbride, nine, Ellie Kazoom, Craig, ten, Resin. So, oh, geez, I think I hope we find the winner there. Uh, no particular order given, so not much else I can add there. So I might throw to you now, Chop. Uh, you're pretty keen on Sprite here. Uh, I have put Sprite on top, but I've put a little watch in here. Um, does not have very good soft or heavy form, so uh, I'd, I'd be watching to see what the track does during the day, obviously the last run of the day. 
will be wanting to find some some nice uh, some nice ground. Um, has a two kilo swing on Winter Bride, which helps. But yeah, it all depends. I think what the track's doing. Uh, Winter Bride, I'm slotting in second, potentially first. As I said, depends. Um, I found uh, resin a little sticky to place, um, but I've slotted it into third. Um, should be hitting straps third up. Um, has form around Avat. How do you say Avat? Avatage. Avatage. That one. Um, who's also running earlier in the day, so you could potentially have a little watch there as well and see how well that runs to um, to, to gauge the form line. But uh, yeah, Sprite, Winter Brian, Avatage. Uh, resin, yes, is uh, is your third pick there, Chop. But no, you're right. Uh, we'll get a little reference there. And of no, course, sorry, Resin. Had, yeah, sorry. Resin yeah. came out of that same race behind uh, Winter Bride and Sprite first up as well. So can mm-hmm. easily tie in. And uh, just, just the ch- one kilo swing, actually, Winter Bride and Sprite. Uh, oh, was uh, it? Sprite. Oh, I did the maths yeah. wrong, did I? Yeah. That's um, all right. Two, run, just, two uh, runs. If anyone needs a tax return done, just let me know, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Now, what are your thoughts here, Shu? Well, um, I am excited about this race. Uh, I think I'll sit back, have a Sprite, <laughs> hopefully watch my horse go Alakazoom and not get stuck in resin whilst having a manicure. Yes. Just off the white moss to see a star reflection. But after all that, I'm with Grand Hill, drink Sprite. <laughs> Very well said, Stu. Uh, well done. Uh, no worries. I like that. So no bet race for you? Oh, I like Sprite, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Sticking with her. Uh, what are your thoughts on the barrier? Oh, what barrier did she draw? She got barrier three. Oh, that'd be right. It, she was uh, massive at the valley. I trying to get off hills up that short Mooney Valley straight felt like an eternity. But um, gee whiz, she um, once she got clear, she was very stiff not to win that race. And um, if sunlight was in this race, what odds would she be? Dollar thirty, I reckon. Somewhere yeah, that. Corner. I think. Um, mm. yeah, I think she's a good bet. Yep, I think that's probably why the market's gravitated towards her. So, I think we'll have the quaddy winner there. Hopefully, lads. Um, just to round out my numbers, uh, I've gone with Winter Bright on top. I just have a small query about Sprite. Always needing luck. Uh, if it's a bit wet inside barrier, I just I don't really want to be playing large on her, but I will not lose if she wins. Uh, but Winter Bright on top handles all conditions. Uh, second up stats, probably read better than her first up stats. She doesn't have to give a great deal of weight to Sprite, and Sprite was second up there. So um, I think it all just makes sense, Winter Bride for me. Uh, otherwise, I could entertain uh, Resin from the same form line. She probably maps a bit better than the other two, uh, particularly if they're getting off the fence. So I'll have something small on her. And um, respecting I'm excited out of that group one, um, she just doesn't tend to win out of turn um, compared to some of these. So uh, six, five, th- uh, ten, and three for me. No, no, uh, Savatiano in there at all? No, or? no, she's been, she's been shunned from the stable, Savatiano. She's, <laughs> she's Max, Max gone. Yeah, a special mention, I should say, for Siren's Fury. I'll be having something on uh, on her. She was huge last start. Um, I just think they've come at the wrong price again, so she's probably one to include for wider exotics, in my opinion. Um, anything earlier in the day for you, Chop? Uh, well, I haven't written anything down, but, um, of course, I'm, I'm keen on Very Elegant, who I followed all the way through. So if I land some early races, I'll probably have a probably have the house on on uh, very elegant um uh, miller what was that millard thing again in, in the early race uh, 
Yeah, I'll take. I can take over for you there, Chop. Race go, mate. Go. Millard, Millard reaction. That's Incredible first two runs. Massive sectionals. Uh, they've committed to come down to Sydney. Uh, she was was nommed in um, Queensland as well, but um, they've scratched up there and they've chosen to come down to Sydney. So um, I think that's a good sign. Five bucks is a good price too. Yeah, um, I mean, if, if you're unsure, watch that that last race replay and just put the afterburners on at the the 150 yeah. sort of mark and just absolutely flew home. Yeah, unbelievable. I was on the second horse there, of course, uh, as well. <laughs> uh, Stu, anything earlier in the day for you, mate, at Randwick? Uh, maybe a little play on Spring Charlie, I think in race three, number three. Oh, how peculiar. He was well backed in that race behind uh, Star of the Seas. Uh, got stuck up along the inside. Wasn't probably the part of the track to be on that day. So uh, at that $6 mark, a little play on him maybe. Yeah, and he's a noted uh, second up flopper as well. N- never plays second up. And uh, there was good market support there. So that I think was, that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not a, it's not a bad uh, little bet that one, Stu. I could uh, I could have something on it myself. Uh, anything? Uh, geez, we're going back to Caulfield at all, lads. After last week, it wasn't much of a fill up there. Chop, you got anything at Caulfield for us? Uh, unless we want to dive into the best next in value as of yet, um, I don't have anything else apart from from those. So I can wait. Oh, I reckon yeah, I can uh, guess what it is too. <laughs> Stu, have you got anything at Caulfield for us, mate? No, I'm only my best, but um, I'll let Chop go first and, and I'll follow okay. suit. I'll just throw it out there quickly. I think uh, race four, number three, Steel Prince is probably as close as a moral as you'll get uh, on that card. So uh, I like him. I haven't got any best or next best, so I'll hand over to you now, Chop, to uh, to give us a little breakdown. Uh, shout out to Dimmer for uh, race eight, Caulfield, Eduardo, for number three, uh, who he's uh, been following a little bit. Um, just... Uh, Better horse than all the others in this race, to be honest, and uh, should absolutely brain them. Um, should be, you know, fit and firing third up as well. So that's my best. Um, for my next best, I've actually gone a little bit wide as well. Uh, one we talked about the other day, Tico, a, a smart filly by the name of Moret, running around at Mor- Morfittville, race seven. Um, so that's the one I've gone through all my next best. And my value pick, who I've actually been following a little bit and I've thrown in, it, throwing it in there, Randwick race five, Spanish Whisper, uh, thirty-four bucks. The win, eight fifty. The place, so I think, just a little bit overs. Hasn't had a lot of luck in the last couple of runs, um, but yeah, I, I, I just think uh, an outside chance there. Probably one of the longer odds ones that I've ever picked as well at thirty-four bucks. I don't usually go yeah, that where, high. So, where'd you, where'd you find the thirty-four bucks, John? Uh, that was. Uh, about 365. Oof. Yeah, maybe about two hours ago. Do you want me to have a look? Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Just a uh, little bit. This is uh, just one of those things you've got to look at. Uh, Hang on. Let the... me, let me, I'm just, uh, I can get there for you if you like. Yeah, see if it's still up. You don't think it's there? I don't think it's ever been there, but that's all right. I'll have to, have to be wrong. Photographic memory serves me pretty well. I've got all the prices written down here in front of me. But uh, happy if you got 34. Uh, Stu, have you got a next uh, value and et cetera for us? <clears throat> Pardon me. I do. Um, I concur with Chop. Uh, race 8 at Caulfield, number 3, Eduardo. Um, I think you could have got $2.30. It's sort of two tens, probably the best around now. So he's he's on the short side, but I think he's the best horse. So I'm happy to be with him. My next best will be uh, Randwick, race 10, number 5, Sprite think this is her race and um 
the value is our mentioned earlier Yogi in our Randwick race eight. I think he's a good bet in Sydney Cup. Very good. Thank you, Stu. Uh, any news for us there, Chop? Uh, I think I was looking at Causeway Girl odds, so uh, apologies. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kelly, 26 and 6 Spanish Whisper. Improver on a good track after didn't Still, really get through it by looks of things last week. Still very nice odds, but uh, not quite the yes. 34s. Apologies. No, you might get, might get 34 with a specific agency after about 12 o'clock tomorrow, though. So You're not going to get that. past a good doctor. <laughs> um, all right, lads. I haven't got. Uh, I'll stay. I'll keep my ones close to my chest uh, in terms of best value and uh, roughies for tomorrow. But uh, yeah, as I mentioned, very keen on winter ride. I reckon she'll be making the cut there. And I just uh, failed to include Dimmer's uh, race ten numbers. He's gone with five, six, and one. Which let me just flip back. That's Sprite to beat Winter Bride and Invincibella third pick. His best. I think I, is- um- I think I'll put you off with the poem. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I have a little bit there, Stu. You may have. Yeah. Um, but he's also given me a best next in value. He's gone with uh, Caulfield Race 8, number three, Eduardo. Geez, I hope this thing wins for the punters at home. Uh, next pick, Ramwick Race 8, number five, Big Duke. And value, Ramwick Race 9, number 17, Fundamentalist for him. Mm. I don't have anything else from the other tipsters, but look out for those tomorrow, or this will be tonight as we release the pod on a Friday, obviously recorded on a Thursday for those unaware. Um, and hopefully you can find some winners with some more massive fields again on Saturday, boys. Um, good luck. Hopefully a couple of those ones we've shared will get the chockies and uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Sounds good. So. Gamble responsibly. Yes, always. Always, lads. Uh, never bet a happy valley on a Wednesday after you've filled up at Gosford. Uh, <laughs> all right uh, thanks lads uh, until next week go well yeah good luck it's